you very much, Marvel. Steenie is round three. They've let us do it. Help. Help me indeed. Run DMC. Unconceivable. Unbelievable. Grandma like a hammer. Information receivable. Sent by the Lord. Here and abroad. With one more. Before you
atomic bomb. Stop it! Stop it! I don't like it! Stop it! What's your meaning, Larry? Ah, you think like I think. You're a monk. I'm a monk. We're all monks. Hey, Larry, Eddie, Roger, everybody, let's go. Speed time is hot time. It's long time now. Yeah! Yes, yes, yes. That who was that? The Monks. It was Monk Time by the Monks. That is fantastic. And the first track was, uh, of course, Run DMC, Tough Than Leather. It's the electric blanket. It certainly is. Hello. Hey. Who? Is who? Who did you say hello to? I said hello to you. I've been oh, here for a couple of weeks. How's hey, it going? Yeah, you know, not bad. Not bad. I mean, I'm quite happy. We're into round three now. Some bits working, some bits not really working. But you know, we're getting mostly through the, it. Mostly the equipment failure. That's what's not working. <laughs> equipment fatigue. Yes. Fatigue. So we're fitting this in, but I think we should continue the upbeat because this is how it is. It's round three, straight in. Your hand claps. Yeah? Yeah, soul clapping. Thanks, brother. Magazine.
That's all right, isn't it? That's uh, magazine because you're frightened. Is that all right? It's just all right, is it? I thought that was very good. It's just the worst review, isn't it? That's all right, isn't it? It's all right. This song, it's not all right. Bad, not bad, magazine. I've oh. got some news. We, um, I got an email the other day. There's a guy in uh, Sao Paulo in Brazil. We're going out to Brazil. Really? Yeah. On holiday? <laughs> no. I'm there. No, no. I'm there. Not even cargo, not even cut up in a suitcase. We're not, we're not going anywhere near it. But uh, that's pretty crazy. That's exciting it? stuff. Well, hello, Brazil. That's what I want to happen, you know. I want, I want to say hello, Brazil, but in my mind, I've got 100,000 people in front of me, and I'm like, I'm just walking on stage. Hello, Brazil. This is Sepultura. All right, all right Brazil. Right. Anyway, if we are in front of Brazil and loads of people listening, welcome to the show. Uh, and if it's just one person, welcome T- to the show. If you just tell your friends that'll be two people in Brazil, and then we'll have a Brazilian audience. And then our, our play count's going to go up to five. Stini, who's this? This is the sensational Alex Harvey Band.
no love, no peace, no shoes on my feet, no home, just a shack where I sleep. Take me back to my life with no shoes always. When blowing east, I'm the cry of the slave. Wind blowing east, carry tears, pain and grief from this land where I.
is psychedelic brilliance. That's what happens when soul singers get to the sort of later end of the 60s and they start experimenting with a fantastic record label, an amazing producer. That's Billy Paul. And some top draw drugs, probably. Oh, my <laughs> God. Billy Paul uh, passed away about a month ago, didn't he? It wasn't even that long ago. It was fairly recent. I thought it was like two weeks, maybe. That's yeah, a shocker, anyway. That's uh, Billy Paul going east on uh, on Philadelphia. That's Charles Stepney on productions. And Steenie, who was that before? Oh, that was the sensational Alex Harvey band with the Hammer song, which I thought I'd play this. Uh, maybe as a companion piece to something that might come later on in uh, in the show, depending on time constraints. Nice. But um, segue. Yeah, I was thinking about uh, things, political things that we won't go into because it's an entertainment show. But <laughs> it's, it's, it, it's our attempt at an entertainment. It's attempt show. at entertainment. But I was thinking <laughs> this is entertainment. about steel and <laughs> and workers, and there's, that's a good working song, the Hammer song, and it's, it, uh, it captures that sort of desperation of doing a really physical, horrible job for not a lot of money and not a lot of recognition. Yeah, like Motorhead, the Hammer. I wasn't going to go with the hammer. What was actually it was to do with? Uh, well, if we play it, we'll play it, and I'll okay. tell you then. And if you're not intrigued, and if you're not going to listen to it's the remainder of the show, I can't take it. I can't take it's it. It's a cliffhanger. Hang on, kids. You are listening to the Electric Blanket, uh, and as ever, we are on SoundCloud forward slash the Electric Blanket, Mixcloud, Facebook, the Electric Blanket, Instagram. It's just the internet is a wash. With the electric blanket. I mean, people have gone mad talking The electric about blanket it. could do with a wash, to be frank. <laughs> I don't know how the wiring... Can you put them in a washing machine? I think the wires will get I think, if, we could, if anything, it would be a dry clean show. Uh, pretty much as you come in, as you go out, but yeah. I've got bad experiences with dry cleaners. They don't... Do you know, if you tell them the, that something's got vomit on it, they won't touch it. So anyway, we've got some, uh, some news. We've got some amazing news, actually. Although we are only in round three of this show... Uh, myself and Steenie are already booked to play festivals this year, which is... Which, <laughs> what are people thinking? It's mental. Anyway, uh, Steenie, the first festival we'll be playing at. Tell us! Download Festival. There we are Castle playing. Donnington, Monsters of Rock. <laughs> We're playing Donnington. The Electric Blanket are going to be playing Donnington. in. Pro- um, probably not going to be playing uh, Magazine. <laughs> Run D- are you going to be, we'll play Run DMC, they'll like that. Slightly on the rockier scale of what we do, as it's a rock festival. So you're going to find us in, a, I think it's a Dog Pound Bar, isn't it? It's the first bar mm-hmm. in the campsite. It's the biggest one there. So that's going to be great. We're going to be DJing from Friday night and Saturday night from 11 till 3. So We're on straight after Ramstein. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Anyway, we're looking forward to that so much. So come and see the Electric Blanket at Donington and... I can't can't believe this is happening. The Electric Blanket, we're playing Glastonbury. Hello, Glastonbury. I mean, if that's not as... That's got all... Steenie said to me today... I said to him, you're looking forward to Electric Blanket at Glastonbury. He's like, yeah, yeah. I said, aren't you nervous? Like, the amount of planning. He's like, no. Are you not at all? What Planning? What's that? Planning's, planning's, there's a department in the council for that. I leave it to those idiots because they've got it. Really, they've got it in hand. You in the state of our towns? They look great, don't they? Look so good. And that's pretty great mu- job, guys. That's great what, job. That's what I'm dealing with, basically. That's that's the extent. So anyway, we're playing the West Holtz Bar. Glastonbury's opening up early this year. Uh, so Wednesday night, the whole site is going to open up, and you can find us down at the West Holtz Bar uh, late in the evening. We're going to do sort of two or three hour show, I think. We're going to have we're going to have competitions. I mean, I said. Nobble, nobbly knees that'll be happening <laughs> the fullback position is oh, the swimsuit competition it's James be like is judging David it'll be, Brent. All, it'll be all men in swimsuits <laughs> David Brent Steenie grab your guitar 
Yeah, I'm going to play some. Uh, I'll play a few selections from the uh, John Denver songbook. So you can find the electric blanket at Donington this With year. Labby Siffrey and and at Glastonbury. And God help us all, Steenie. Who are we listening to next? Blue Cheer. cheer from their new improved album now listen it was improved because they had actually learned to play the guitars by this point <laughs> this is the first album Vince must erupt them is bloody ace but has some uh, issues that are born out of the fact that they were still probably learning at the time and absolutely out of their heads at the same time <laughs> learning an instrument under any circumstances is tough but when you're actually under the influence of probably the strongest LSD known to man <laughs> I can imagine that was something of a challenge and you can really hear the challenge in the grooves of that record although it's really exciting you almost want to give them a little badge like a scout badge so like, well, well done, done guys recording well, under LSD you've done most, it yeah the most psychedelic record ever now listen we need to talk I've got some. I've got some potentially bad news for you. The sushi's not here yet, is it? Is that it? I didn't really want to mention the fact that we're so middle class that we've ordered sushi. To we're not middle class. You are. You didn't put much. I just call it raw fish. <laughs> I've got some more bad news. What's that? I reckon we're going to have to cancel Frankenstein because nobody's nobody's playing. Enough. I know. 
This is it's not, it's not their we, fault. We had this dream that we were going to set up this little competition. You had competition. a dream and you put it up to, put right. up to it. Right, play the bloody jingle. Here we go. Frankenstein! Our fans in Brazil are going to be heartbroken by this. No more Frankenstein. I mean... We had this idea that we were going to do a little solo and give away some records, but I reckon our, our, I reckon people just want to hear music. Well, they are sort of musical these solos, but they're not exactly. Um, it's not. It's not. I consider the high point. It's not the high point. Of the it's show, not the high it? point of the show. But the show is a learning process. We're living and learning with you. As long as people like what we're doing, great. And if people don't, then they don't tend to interact with us at all. So that's kind of the benchmark of it. Anyway. I think it's weird that people wouldn't it's, wouldn't do something for free records, which is what the prize was. Free records. Maybe we're just it's the wrong records. Maybe we're just not giving away. Everyone's already got those albums. Uh, boring. Why don't anyway, you that copy of Cadmon that you've got that Cadmon album that's worth a fortune. So, what to remind ourselves about the solo, the mystery solo? Let's hear it again. Oh, you're on the edge of your seat. Could it be Andrew Jonathan Steen? That was soaked in reverb, wasn't it? Did you hear that? Yeah, too much. I don't remember putting that much on. So uh, let's put you out your misery. And this is the last Frankenstein. That was... I mean, it's another good effort. I mean, literally, it's note for note. I mean, I'm, I was with you, but you know, I think I think the main thing is that we just we just keep going and playing you good music. So that was it. It was Led Zeppelin Celebration Day. So it was just, and we're celebrating the fact we didn't have to give anything away again. We're, we're quids in. <laughs> My record collection stays intact. So we're going to come up with got, a couple of other You've still got fourteen diamonds. copies of the Wall. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. Dodgy bootlegs, sorry guys. Uh, so I think we should continue. Now let's talk about this. Um, everyone likes a rare record and, and the annoying thing is rare records are usually damn expensive. So tonight on this show, um, I've done what I, I don't like doing, but I have to do it, which is essentially buy a repress. And the represses these days are fantastic. So I know I'm an idiot because thick gatefold, amazingly pressed vinyl. This woman uh, is called Catherine Howe and the album's What a Beautiful Place. And Everyone likes to say they found an album which is like a lost album. This is unbelievable. Are you strong? Are you weak? Do you say what I, with my eyes closed, now say? Or do you smile and fear what lies behind your eyes?
hip and a rose on his chest. rhythms ever Bo Diddley and the Gunsling and before that you heard uh, Catherine Howe on the album What a Beautiful Place so uh, Bo Diddley's awesome isn't he that's a rhythm that was, that's um, <clears throat> it's, it's, it's that, that yeah that rhythm and uh, and Jerome on the uh, on the old maracas in the background the how, do you, how do you know his name's Jerome because of his song Bring It On Home Bring It To Jerome where he name checks his whole band and yep. that's, that's once again I'm an idiot so uh Although we've canned Frankenstein, so we're a feature down, guess what? We've already got a new feature. That's how quick we work in the electric blanket. It's great. Is it Steenie blows across a beer bottle, this one? <laughs> Funny no. enough, not. So uh, last last week, well, it wasn't last week, last episode, uh, we talked about me finding my old man's uh, 45 record box. And so my dad, as I said, all of his records are mint. His 45s are absolutely stunning, but they're a great time capsule for obviously what he was listening to just after 60, so sort of 62, 64. So we've got some classic stuff in there. So this feature's called Mike's 45s, but we ain't got jingle yet, Stevie. It was very short notice, that. You only told me about an hour ago that we needed a jingle. <laughs> anyway, next week we'll have a jingle, but Mike's 45s is a new one, and I, I just, I'm just really happy to play this song.
of pop music Everly Brothers yeah definitely that's uh, that takes me right back to the back seat of the Saab that one right back to the back seat of the Saab driving around the Lake District as a little kid uh, listening to the Everly took you back to 64 uh, listen, um, we've uh, we've had a sh- we've had a really shit year for music losses. I mean, some really bad ones. We've skirted over them, and we played Billy Paul earlier on. But obviously, the other shocker uh, last couple of weeks was uh, was Prince going, and that that is really really hard to sort of digest at the moment. We're we're, we're, all, we're both massive fans of uh, of Prince, of not only what he stands for musically, but how he just goes about and as an artist and I'm not going to dwell on it and that's why look we're not going to play any princes this podcast we're down about it we're upset but what we thought we'd do is we're thinking about well look we need to do something we need to say something because he's an important man eh? he's very important I think uh, when when the people who come out in tribute to an artist are all of the best artists and they all say he was the best then you start you you don't just start thinking you kind of knew it but you do say all right he was the best but that's the thing man you've got all of the best artists and that's who he studied from so we were thinking about all of the people that he was influenced by and there's there's some obvious ones you could pick from but top of the tree i reckon this band this this leader this idea this bass player they they gave him certainly a good backbone of music so uh, yeah man this is uh, Sly and the Family Stone the mighty Sly and the Family Stone with Sly Stone Larry Graham and uh, Steenie what are we listening to now well man? I sort of gazumped you didn't I because we were going to play some Sly and the Family Stone and I, um, and, I and we sort of thought alike and I brought this uh, this is from the new live uh, record store day release from last year this is Sly and the Family Stone and this is my lady
That's Keith. That's all right to use the old, <laughs> your praise of before. That's all right, isn't it? That's all right. That's good. It's the Keith Hartley band that is uh, off the Overdog album. You can choose, and before that, well, you have one of the pinnacles of funk, Sly and the Family Stone, with a is wicked live version. Of lady. Is live that a film or sixty-eight? I think. So, is that um, record store day release? I think it? it was. Yeah. Oh, that's um, amazing. On uh, double double record on red and green vinyl. Don't go better than that. Now listen, man, we're going to, as ever with the electric blanket, we're chopping and changing. What's, this looks interesting. What you got here, man? Well, this is uh, Davy Graham. So we're going to change it down and uh, have a little bit of, uh, of light folk relief. Uh, this is Davy Graham with Vulcan a sort of... classic. It is.
Yes, that's uh, oh, Davy Graham. What a guitar player! That's uh, Davy Graham uh, with the track "Rift Mountain," and uh, yeah, this is this is interesting. I'm with Shirley Collins Shirley and Davy Graham. Yeah, it's the um, Folk Roots uh, New Roots album, which um, I've got. This is a reissue by the brilliantly named Righteous Records. Um, it's a, I think it's eighties. It's and we were talking before about albums. With the best albums with the yeah. worst sleeve ever. What are you, you maybe? <laughs> I can't believe going to say. Maybe you could tell us. Maybe you could tell us which are the best albums with the worst sleeves. But that's a good one, isn't it? This what? is a good one because this it looks like the cover of a self-published romantic novel. Yes, it's absolutely <laughs> awful. It's, it's shades I mean, of lilac. Who chooses lilac? Shades of lilac color. with a pencil drawing. Not the best pencil drawing. It's, it looks like Shirley Collins a bit. Yeah, it. Uh, I mean, it looks like. A, is, it looks like a liner. Up. He looks like he should be on the usual suspects with oh, a little card well, in front of him. He, with he, had a very checkered, he had a checkered life. Uh, Mr. Listen, but well, that's interesting. That's a good topic, isn't it? What are the best albums with the worst covers? And uh, yeah, they maybe if one of you, tell you what, right? If <laughs> please, please, someone say something on our wall, please. If anyone, if anyone says at least one example, even if you're lying, even if you're making it up, then. Uh, I don't know what will happen, but it's absolutely fantastic. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I think it is about that time. Yes, it is Steenie's Metal's Memory, and uh, this is the part of the show that we'd like to hand over to Andrew Jonathan Steen. Uh, Steenie's got a good metal memory. Metal is his thing, rock music, you know, he's generally that kind of guy. So this section... Give us this little story, so Steenie, give us your metal memory. Well, this one goes back, uh, way back to my earliest sort of brushes with uh, with the demon rock. And um, the very first record fair I ever went to, I mean, this is a vinyl-driven show. We, uh, we do everything from uh, black plastic or red, in the case of that Sly and Family Stone album. And... Um, we, uh, you know, it, the the vinyl, uh, the the record fair was a, a valuable gateway to some kid like me who lived out in the middle of nowhere. Um, couldn't get his hands on women. On any, well, women definitely. But at twelve, no, and um, yeah, couldn't get my hands on anything. You know, it was it was a the back end of nowhere. And uh, anyway, trying to get amass some kind of record collection or collect, you know get some kind of record library going whatever recognition yeah <laughs> it was tough so short of going into cameo video and going through the big red book and bothering cliff the old guy used to work in there um this was a, a, a real thing so this poster saying sun in which is a big pub in all the where i grew up um record fair uh, saturday midday so we me and my mate brush went down there had a look around it's just i've never seen anything like it it's just mountains of records I just couldn't believe my eyes and um, I was spoiled for choice and so doing what you do uh, when you're a kid who's got five quid in his pocket and wants to get as much money as much bang for his buck as possible um, I was looking for some bargains and um, one record that really jumped out at me was this uh, when we've we just been talking about bad sleeves this incredibly good sleeve of these five guys hewn into the rock of Mount Rushmore this blue cover you've got these five hairy freaks this big pile of rubble underneath and it was two quid and I it was definitely among the best two pounds I've ever spent on anything you what you did there you started off the holy trinity of British rock 
yeah well I already knew Sabbath I was into Sabbath and I loved Maiden and, and um, I knew who Deep Purple was I, I knew obviously uh, 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 and that and we're talking, this, this isn't on there this no, isn't, you no, see no. there's no this smoke is, this, is, on this record I suppose it's Deep Purple Mark 2 lineup, right this is them this is the first time they really hit the uh, the mother load with, uh, with that lineup. so my friend what are we going to listen to we're going to listen to not the obvious uh, track speaking which was like I put it on when I got back at my mum and dad's house and it just went crash boom bang like mad intro and then it kicks in and speaking just blew my mind but then the next Wait. track the next <laughs> track just talk for a minute about speaking well, we're, speaking. Not, we're not even playing speaking well speaking's too obvious so we're gonna go with yes track two which is Bloodsucker because it's got a beast of a riff <laughs> Here was friends with you 
Just keep on your life Keep on your life Keep on your life See what the Lord has Well, it's don't get worried Don't worry you get the older you get you just get in the blues hard who, t- tell us who that was Steenie uh, that's Mississippi Fred McDowell um, recorded uh, in 1959 pretty pristine sounding recording Amazing. considering it's old what a it? song what a song it's good now listen Steenie yes are you sitting comfortably I am I'm sat on this really nice sheepskin <laughs> uh, sheepskin rug on a box set which I've got like, is, I just, um, just say right, I just want one word answer the answer is this Steenie are you sitting comfortably Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, are you sitting comfortably? Because I think it's about time we just just relax. And just ponder on how good life can be. Oh, the good life Full of fun seems to be Good life lets you hide all the sadness you feel. You won't really fall in love, for you can't take the chance. So please be honest. With yourself Don't try to fake romance It's the good life To be free And explore 
the unknown Like the heartaches When you learn You must face them alone Please remember I still want you And in case you wonder Wake up, kiss the good life goodbye. We're rolling this. Take one. Teenagers from Mars and children in heat.
Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> that is the voices of East Harlem with the track. No, no, no. That's just absolutely killer gospel. Uh, there's a thing they've written on the back of it that basically says, we know who we are, we know what we are, and we're free. Peace. And that's what I'm talking about. Steenie, who was uh, who was on before that? The Misfits. They knew who they were, um, and they didn't believe in a lot of peace. Sound like noisy shit, basically. It was that, noisy shit, but good noisy shit doesn't get better than that. You Ch- know, what more do you need? Three chords done. Well, it's Ch- the status quo approach. And what find a band? Well, yeah, they they went more with the leather and uh, goth makeup and the devil lock rather than the. Um, they went for it. They, didn't they? They, didn't, they didn't. They didn't go with the denim waistcoat very much. The Misfits, but that song, very much. Uh, a, a, a sort of landmark in my life. I remember listening to that the the night of my twentieth birthday, thinking I'm not a teenager from Mars anymore. And that was nearly twenty and, years ago. And who can argue with that? And before that, we heard Tony Bennett, "The Good Life." And that's the thing about the electric blanket: <laughs> if if we like it, it's in. And so that's why there's such a diverse range of music on it because it's just all good. But Tony Bennett, you need to ease into Tony Bennett. You can't just start anyway. Me and Steenie oh, always talk about... Enough about easing into Tony. Blanket. <laughs> <laughs> the electric blanket. Um, anyway, we've got me and Steenie talk about the, the music that we're going to play on the show. And as a rule, we've got a time limit on it. But Steenie's been on about playing this, this next tune for the last three shows. So we're going to see how far we get with it. It's fantastic. It's it, the cliffhanger. Um, this is the you on. We, you, this wait, is the, wait, this wait. is what we've had people on <laughs> tenterhooks for. So, so everyone's finally going. Oh, oh my God! He's going to tell us what it was because I was holding on. Really, this is the cliffhanger. This is it. This, this is, is, it. is your cliffhanger. To can anyone remember about twenty minutes back? Maybe even half an hour when Steeny set up a song and there was this little thing. Twenty minutes, about three hours ago, wasn't it? I, I, okay, this is your cliffhanger. Go on. This is your moment. Go. Well, we played the Sensational Alex Harvey Band um, pretty much, I think, the third or fourth song in. And um, the reason that I played that was partly because I was thinking about Hammer and Anvil and Steel Things. And the other part was because I watched this great skateboarding video that uh, was going around with this guy. um, And he was skating to this music. It was backed with this, um, uh, the Alex Harvey's version of uh, Harry Krishna from Hair going into this neck his version of this next tune and I thought well I couldn't find it because to get you you won't believe how hard it is where you might you'd, you you'll know with your vinyl <laughs> with your vinyl buying experience how hard it is to get certain records to get this Alex Harvey record Aces uh, is it Aces Wild or something oh, uh, um, then it, it's impossible uh, I can't find it anywhere except for like 50 quid from Germany and I've got no idea if it's any good or what I just it'll turn up so, um, yeah. so I thought instead of um, playing Alex Harvey's version of it, we'll play the original. It's a shit, it's a shit business. It's a shit business, <laughs> but it's a good business when you get to play all nine minutes of this. So steal yourselves, kids, because it's coming up. Willie, what are we listening to? We're listening to Willie the Pimp by Frank Zappa. <laughs> Boys, 
there we go. There's 10 minutes of your life you're never going to get back again. Yeah. 
That is Mr. Terry Reid. He was going to be uh, his page's first choice for Led Zeppelin vocalist, and I tell you what, he's got it, man. That that's deep. Uh, he's the first. Uh, is he the first artist that we've had twice on the show? Because he was on last week or last month. God he? damn it! 
We played Richie Blues last month. Well, and, uh, so that's good. Well, well done, we Tell. You've never, done it. You've we'll never it, play Terry Reed ever again. They are two of absolute... Oh, I don't know why. I don't know why we don't play him every week. It, that was bloody good. I enjoyed that. Mean every every week is Terry we'll Reed. Have a week. Terry Reed special <laughs> every week. <laughs> we five podcasts and we're out. I couldn't be happier about this next tune that you're playing, man, because we need to play. Uh, you know, we need to keep up with the current, and I, I'm so happy that Iggy's uh, recorded a new uh, record. There's no way to keep up with the current, like, like when, it, when the <laughs> like current delving is into the, the past. <laughs> How are you going to keep up with the current? Go right back, right back to '69. So, but look, Iggy's done a new album. I really like it. It's really good. Yeah, the whole record's great. It's um. So listen, we're going to hear Iggy Pop's uh, a track off Iggy's new album. Fantastic. What's his tune, Steenie? Excellently titled "American Valhalla."
but my name. Man, I can't help hearing it, but listen, check this out. That's amazing. New Iggy Pop. But when I hear that, I hear this. was uh, Gary Newman and Metal and uh, yeah just what I mean about that I mean the first Iggy Chone's fantastic Chone that album's a real comeback that's uh, Josh who's on that that's Josh Homme 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 Queens of Stone Age and your man from Arctic Monkeys yeah it's Matt Helders on drums he's really I think on that record he plays a blinder I think he sounds rock solid and that's, that's with as much emphasis on rock as but you can it's a place. rock album it really does rock you are listening to The Electric Blanket that's uh, I should have said that probably about an hour earlier given that I said it at the start of the show and not before but listen if you're stuck with us so far this is The Electric Blanket we should have been spraying those jingles around a bit more literally yeah, we went willy nilly you know we went off piece but uh, yeah Electric Blanket you found us we're on iTunes come and download come and subscribe get in with the party get in with the party 
We've got a Facebook page. What? Well, you know, you can just cut loose, you know. Just say what you want on Facebook, you know. Game with the party. We've got a page on Facebook where you can say what you want. Imagine that. Imagine not being restricted by the internet because yeah, and all its rules, man. man. The, the rules, all the rules down. of the internet because it's it's basically like uh, Nazi Germany out there, isn't it, on the internet? <laughs> you can't say anything without people stamping down on you. I think Hitler's probably going to be more of a Windows guy than a Mac guy. I don't see him using a Mac. I think Hitler is, uh, he's, in, he's Ubuntu. Do you think he's, li- he's in Linux? Do you think uh, he's Unix? I don't know what he he's is. Deep he's a Unix. He was a Unix, wasn't he? I don't know. He was a Womble. My grand says there are three things you should never talk about at the dinner table. One, politics. Two, religion. Three, money. Money, religion, politics? I think, no, I think three or four We've there. covered them all But tonight. anyway, so four, Hitler. He, he's not on the dinner table list. He's Isn't not on he? your invite. Well, I thought whenever people used to do those, who would you invite? You know, there's five people you can invite to a dinner party, whoever. And everyone always says I would Hitler. like Stephen Fry. He'd be my favourite. And my favourite film, Shawshank Redemption. All right. Oh, wait, James, with his confessionals. Well, I would, anyway, like, um, I would quite personally like Helen Mirren, circa 1973. <laughs> <laughs> and then... <laughs> or she could just leave the feather. Yeah. Uh, I would like Helen to have Mirren. Michael Caine okay. or Richard Burton. Hang on a minute, like hang on. Stop, top five, this is it. Think about this, because this is now being recorded. It's now a feature, isn't it? Five dinner guests you've always won. Number one, Helen Mirren. Number two... Well, that was just off the cuff, wasn't it? Oh, number two, number two. I, I, well, basically, anyone who's not a fussy eater, really. I just don't like fussy Morrissey's eaters. Morrissey's out. So, um, possibly Ed Gein, he wasn't a fussy eater. Okay, uh, hang on, wait, wait, she got... <laughs> Helen Mirren and Ed Gein. Okay, three. No, not a really Ed Gein. Well, why not let go with it? Every week, something different. Living every his week. own with his dead mum, it'd be a terrible conversation. Every what week. have you been doing? Oh, I'll just talk to my mum. What's she talking about? Not a lot. She's dead. <laughs> She's been dead for... T- this is every week, right? So this week, Helen Mirren and Ed Gein. Now, where are you going off to Ed Gein? You've got three more. Um, well, the thing is, if I'm with Helen Mirren, I don't want like to invite loads well, of really good raconteurs. Gein's like, going to be there. Just, I want loads of socially awkward himself. people, Just, don't I? To, so I look cool. Got and I look like the coolest guy there. So I invite loads of awkward knobheads who I don't really like. So that's so it. That's your, your fantasy table. Pa- is Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren and, and loads Ed of Gein awkward people. And three, <laughs> three random awkward people. So just, it's going to be you so and like Helen Mirren. Guy. And then you're going to have Ed yeah. Guy and the serial killer. And, and to make it oh, worse, I could invite three Ed. awkward people to go with Ed Guy and the serial killer. This is <laughs> I invite Helen Mirren and I, inv- I invite 1973 Helen Mirren and Michael Parkinson. Into Ed Guyne and the three awkward. I can because Michael Parkinson, he'll just alienate Mirren again. He'll he'll act like a knob and say something sexist. Steve, and then Steve, I'll be in Steve, there. I'll be in like Steve, Flynn. You're going to alienate Mirren. You've got a serial killer and you've got three awkward. You don't need Parkinson. Forget about it, mate. She's alienated from Ed Guyne. You've up the stakes with, with, well, with three awkward people. Ed Guyne was off the cuff. He wasn't really invited. And I wish I'd never said it to him. I so only much met- random dinner pie for
Is uh, the last? Is that the last Doctor John album? It's the last one, he, last studio one he did. Yeah, that's really deep, man. That's a really good one. Listen, it's uh, the Electric Blanket, and you've come to the end of another two hours. I mean, if you've lasted this long, and you're essentially six hours into to this now, so you're committed, right? Yep. You're in. That's you, it. You're basically our prisoner. You, you've <laughs> I've come over all Joseph Fritzel now. I've come from Ed Gein Ed- to Joseph Fritzel. <laughs> Don't invite serial killers to your dinner table because this is what's going to happen now. You're you're now our prisoner. <laughs> you're right. not here with us. You're us. Uh, be our guest. But, but you cannot leave ever. So thanks for sticking around. Uh, iTunes, download it. You know, review us. Just say, hey, they're wacky. Or, or, go on. Wanky. Wanky, probably. They're wanky. Is what hey, you say there. hey, they're wanky. That would be good. Those wanky guys Those with their cra- wanky music. <laughs> Those are crazy kids. But if I give you... Every, 
English people are notorious bad at doing accents, but if you ask us to do a German accent, we will do the worst German accent. And if there's any Germans listening, I, I truly, truly apologise. But it's, it's just me allied. It's you know we can't do accents. Look how badly we integrate into Europe. We just expect everyone to speak English, so we just need to let off a little steam, and we do it with with the bad German accent. With the best of intentions, yeah. <laughs> So you've been listening to I'm so sorry. You've been listening to Electric Blanket and we're going out with some vanilla fudge. Steenie, final thoughts? Fudge.
Mama.